0: Shooting the gap with Ryan and Gonzo.
1: Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Take three. We're gonna get this going, fucking Broncos. Fucking Broncos. Uh this is this is Gonzo. Alongside of me as always is Ryan. Yup. And we have a special guest today. We have Drew joining us.
2: Good to be here. Don't know why I waved at the mic.
1: <laughs> <He did too. laughs> as long as I don't cut, like we're fine. It, it, it was a wave. So just to know he's happy to be here, ladies and, and gentlemen. Say is always hi. is Doug. Doug's still here. Hello. Um, a <laughs> lot of stuff to get into, obviously, if you uh, paid attention today, watched a little bit of football, but we're going to go ahead and just jump right into. Uh, the Denver Broncos, no no room for fun right now. We just got to get to it. 27-13 um, going into the half, 200 yards passing, 88 yards rushing. I would imagine that Brock Osweiler's quarterback rating was around perfect at that point. Um, he had three touchdown passes in the first half and a touchdown running in the first half. DT had two touchdowns. Emmanuel Sanders was over 100 yards and on his way to a monster day. And then the second half happened,
3: boys. Again, the That's second true. half happened. Again, three and weeks we didn't in the score. The second half, again. We didn't. We
1: didn't get to the other side of the fifty
3: for most of the half. Most
1: of the half. Um, tough game. I, I. I don't know where
2: we looked lackadaisical. Yeah, they just
3: didn't look very inspired
2: in that second half.
3: Is. I don't know what the hell happened to the second half speech uh, I don't know if Coop came in there and he was like, well guys just give we're, up we're playing really good football but my mom died today. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do it for her I'd like you all to sit quietly and let's reflect on our mothers and those we've lost what it would be like to lose it is the holiday season
1: and we need to think about what's important. <laughs> Football is not. It's just a game, guys. It's just a game. Uh, The the Steelers came out ready to play in that second half.
3: I I don't know what happened to all the momentum because we had it. Clearly we had it. Emmanuel Sanders had it. DT had it. Brock Mm -hmm. had it. Our running game had it. Uh, Defensively
1: uh, we had it. We had kept them in check. The only touchdown they got was because of the... uh, a turnover, a fumble. a fumble. by Ronnie Hillman in the like on the first drive we had, second mm-hmm. drive. And that just short porch and you give that to the Steelers are probably going to score a touchdown. And we were still looking pretty good. I, I'm, I'm wrong. I can't say I'm speechless because we're actually talking about it, but I don't know. That second half was mind-numbing.
3: Uh, clearly a half where the Steelers thought we need to make some serious adjustments defensively and they made them Broncos thought, well, let's just stick to what we're doing and call it good. Which makes sense when you're doing so well. You don't you don't break it. It, it does. I, I think <clears throat> halftime, really, you don't... Everybody makes minor adjustments. You're still going to make some minor adjustments, even if you're killing it. You're going to want to uh, exploit the same matchups. You're going to want to uh, run similar running plays, similar passes... Whether it's deep, deep middle, or shallow middle, or crossing routes, you know, something you want to keep doing because it's very effective and they just can't stop it, that's stuff that you want to keep going, but if, if the other team has responded to those things, you can't, it seems to me, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but it seems to me like they just, they have a stick-to-it mentality about it, like well, we'll just keep doing it and hopefully something happens. It seems like they're just like, well, they're stopping it now. Let's just keep doing it because it was working before. I don't know. I can't really figure it out. I can't point to one. I really can't point to any kind of play calling that seemed like crazy stupid except for the fact where we come out to the next half. And this seems to happen ever since Brock is the quarterback now. I'm not sure if they're just giving Peyton Manning the playbook and saying, okay, now you call the plays because we stopped running the ball in the second half now. And I think we keep giving up on running the ball, and I don't know why. It seems like there's a panic button of we need to put up more points when it seems more like they need to think about getting the next first down. Small steps, not big steps. Yeah, when
2: when the score is 27-13, you just... You just need to hold on to the ball. And you're still being aggressive. You're still trying to score points. But to Ryan's point, you just get first downs. And things take care of themselves from there naturally. But it was frustrating. I only got to watch a little bit of the second half. I was at work today. But the three drives I saw, there was maybe two runs in the nine plays. Or maybe they had a... a, one or two first downs, but they just ended up punting. Seemed a lot of pass, 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 and it's just frustrating uh, with that kind of lead. And it's only you know, that with the 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 type of team that this is supposed to be is supposed to win those games with the clock. Basically, you get a lead, you hold on to it.
1: I'm kind of with you guys on. I don't think um, you necessarily need to go out and just get the points right off the bat but you need to stay on the field and you need to be clock conscious at this point when you have a, an explosive offense like the Pittsburgh Steelers which exploded all over our face in the second half um first downs are key uh three and outs are, are bad I mean that's pretty obvious basic football right there so maybe we need to get back to basics on that maybe we maybe Gary doesn't feel Gary I know him Maybe Kubiak doesn't doesn't <laughs> doesn't feel like me and Gare Bear. I just took a, I took a page out of the Peyton fans. I just call him Peyton and Gary, and you know do a maybe cool. maybe he doesn't feel that we have the the line to effectively run the ball like that. Maybe he doesn't feel that we have the back. C.J. Anderson was wasn't on the field that much today. Got injured again. Hillman is not a bruiser. He can't attack a little crease and move the pile and get three four yards. He'll get a yard and a half, and then. Then it changes. We did have penalties that, that moved us back. Brock had trouble with the snap again. I think he missed three of them. One in the second half that you know start off a drive with a fumbled snap, and then you're on second and thirteen right away, and it's that's that's momentum killing right away. It's just it's not a good thing. Um, drop some balls again. Drop some passes again. Uh, Vernon Davis, you play tight end. Okay, you're a big, physical, strong tight end. You can't be afraid of getting hit by little dudes coming up at you. All right, now safeties, I know they'll hit you, but they ain't going to hit you like they hit you back in the day. And he's pretty much played his whole career in the or, can't, in hit, the you can't era. hit you like that <laughs> yeah. era.
2: Merriweather doesn't play for the, for the Steelers. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. yeah,
1: John Lynch is retired. <laughs> you you got to, you he dropped a, that, that third down seemed like it was hopeless. I would think it was third and 16. And he was open on kind of a cross, like a more like a bend. I don't know, they really have 100 routes in, in these playbooks nowadays. And Brock dropped it right in him, and he took his eyes off the ball to look at the defender coming up to make the tackle. And, man, that hurts. That, that hurts um, when you're already struggling to gain momentum. That just kills it even more. DT dropped another one. He has 10 drops this season, leads the league in drops. Um, he also has 93 catches and 1,100-plus yards, so we're not going to cut him just yet, but we need to get these drops <laughs> taken care of because they happen at the most inopportune times. He,
3: <clears throat> for being one of the top talents and one of the top um, paid players, highest paid players in the league, or his position, as position as um, I, I agree. He needs... Dropping the ball to me I mean, that he can't that can't happen. You can't have drops when you're getting paid like that. You you can't. You're not afforded that because you're one of the highest paid people on the field. So you don't have the you, you need to be leading by example. You need to be you are paid that much because you are top tier, you're excellent. Everything you do is outstanding. It would be as if we saw Von Miller kind of slacking on his, you know, what, quarterback rushes if it kind of looked like he was just kind of like, I don't know, kind of getting this guy's way a little bit. You'd be like, no, thats he'll soon be one of the highest paid defensive players in the league. And, and we're going to expect more out of him. That's you, what happens and when you get ex- that contract. And, and we expect you to keep playing at that top-end level. The kind of catches we have seen Demarius make, it's insane to see the ones that we've watched him drop. Those open field, wide open, hit you in stride kind of drops that are just like, I can kind of understand the one with the Raiders where you got defenders on you coming at you and shit, but the stuff where you're wide open, wide open, Yeah. and there's nobody around you, and the ball hits you right in the chest.
1: I wonder if it's a... Like, a sense of urgency at the time. Like, I want to catch the ball and make a huge play right now because things aren't going well for us. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm Demarius. I'm a nice guy. I'm not mean. I'm not Des Bryant. I'm not Odell Beckham Jr. We'll get into that asshole later. Um, that sounded awesome. We're not going to get actually into his asshole, but we're going to talk about him. Aren't we? Doug <laughs> might. But it. You just. I know that those drops affect him. Uh, I'm a Demarius fan. I... I think he's, I think he's going through some shit, man. But it, it, I don't know. I, you gotta make those. You gotta make those catches. That's it's inexcusable. You can't you can't be paid like that.
3: Kubiak's halftime dead mother speech didn't help, <laughs> but uh, I I gotta tell you that <sighs> Vernon Davis to me is super disappointing in a lot of ways. <laughs> He's first of all not brought out there really to block, although you'd think a guy his size should be able to. He can
1: block, but we brought him in here to make <clears> plays. But we brought him in
3: here to make great. Remember, he was the tight starting end tight end. Plays. For, he was the
1: starting tight end for one of the best rushing attacks in the
3: league a few years ago, and he was on the field every time. And he's always made big plays receiving, mm-hmm. and everybody thought that they just weren't throwing him the ball they weren't throwing in the ball because he's not fucking catching anything. I don't know, I didn't even watch a lot of San Francisco games, but I can tell you this, if he's making wide open drops like this, it's kind of a no wonder why they didn't care if he was gone. So, that, the drops are killing us. The
1: drops are killing us, you can't, we gotta, you can't They're moving. You, can,
3: you can't sustain any drive. If you look at Ben Roethlisberger, he's 40 of 55. I mean, that's not ideal for anybody to be throwing that much. But the reason why they did is because they could. Because it moved the sticks.
1: Yeah, talk about abandoning the running game. That's that's what the Steelers did. And they they were fine with like, we have good corners. We have great corners. But they have the best wide receiver core in National Football League. And, you know, we play a little bit of space, they're gonna get their catches. Antonio Brown's gonna get his fucking sixteen catches, a hundred and sixty six yards and two touchdowns or something 87. like that. Eighty seven. Either way, huge game. Uh, Chris Harris got torched, but I mean Chris Harris was also on the field a lot longer than he should be, if his point pointed out earlier, you're getting first downs as Drew said if you're moving the ball and not just worrying about points, you're you're clocking, you're you're saving your defense up, you're doing that stuff.
3: I'm not necessarily certain that the Steelers pick up that touchdown, um, where the I guess it's the I can't remember if it was the game type, the the one that they got to twenty, I think, where uh, he just ran right at the seam. I mm-hmm. think if Darian Stewart's back there, I think that's a different play. When he ran uh, right at the
1: seam, that was the the one that took the lead. Was that the lead? That was score? the. That was okay. the final I don't score. think I don't think
3: that I don't think that score. Happens with Darian Stewart mm-hmm. in there. I think. Well, he, we, I think he knows. You go. You you go right to Antonio Brown.
1: We're not. St- we don't have our starting safeties out on the field right now, and that's why I, I didn't start the Denver defense on my fantasy team this week because I'm, I'm worried about garbage time points and stuff like that happening. But yeah, we don't have our starting safeties out there. Uh, that's definitely. Uh, <laughs> we literally got guys, guys off the shit street. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, our offensive line sucks. That there's no consistency. To the offensive line, and with this offense that is effective when it has the personnel, and when it is run
3: correctly, is a damn good offense. You see here in your notes, you really want to talk about the offensive line a little bit. Three times I put
1: that they suck, (laughs) (laughs) because shit, man, it it's just we didn't have nearly the pass rush, but when we did, it was a blatant one. It was kind of the one one thousand. Oh my God, they're there type deal and young quarterbacks freak out and
3: you saw it a couple of times where Brock was freaking out because he thought he was you know the corner of his eye. He's sitting there thinking, oh
1: Schofield's let him loose again. Schofield and played better today, but he wasn't going against a premier pass
3: rusher. No.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But he there's a handful of times where they were getting through on that side and you can tell Brock could feel it. Brock could feel that rush coming from his side. And he just I, I don't know. He was making bad throws because I think he felt like he's... I think he's same thing that, you know, Drew said, that he started to feel like he had to make plays It looked like, especially in those last two positions. Yeah. It looked like Brock thought, I need to win this game, and he was just making some bad throws. He made some bad throws in those last two drives trying to do something on his own. The only good thing to take is,
2: <clears throat> you know, Pittsburgh's a good team. Pittsburgh's a tough place to play Absolutely. so I mean obviously the way the game ended is hugely disappointing but I'm happy that it was a game at least because the way they played against Oakland last week I was worried it was gonna get out of hand early you know yeah that was that was a Ryan's worry for sure so I'm um, I'm hoping this is just a slump in the season they were they were winning all the the close games early in the year. Mm. The breaks were kind of going their way. Not so much these last couple weeks, but I think it's still a competitive team. Um, I still think they have a a shot to get out of the AFC, as crazy as that sounds. I I don't think the Patriots are all that great. Um, Cincinnati's obviously much weaker.
1: Yeah, with with their backup quarterback playing. This
3: AFC is very beatable. Everybody in the AFC who will be in the playoffs is vulnerable. Yeah. Everybody is beatable. Um, they all have strengths, you know, great strengths on their team, and they all have a lot of weaknesses. So they all
1: have injuries uh, as well.
3: So we're we're pretty we're pretty fortunate to be on the AFC side, I think, this year because I think the I don't think the Patriots are world beaters. I think. Anybody could go into Foxborough and beat that Patriots team right now. I think it can happen. Um, that's not saying that I'm not taking away from the Patriots or anything like that, but I think whoever plays, I, I, I'll tell you this much, we need to win that Cincinnati game. Um, Next Monday night? That's going to be big because that will be a tiebreaker game. Yep. Um, so all we have to do is beat San Diego, and the two seed is ours. So we'll get a divisional round home playoff game with a bye week for everybody to get healthy and this team needs that. They need that bye week. They need that bye week badly to get healthy because it ain't going to be a Super Bowl gonna be no Super Bowl runs if we got to go through and everybody says, oh, but you kind of don't want to skip that week because you want that toughness of playing week to week, okay, well, we're way too beat up to be having the toughness thing, okay? We don't need another week with possible injuries. Some, which,
2: some teams get rust, but there's plenty of teams that, that, that have had that
3: bye that advance. Patriots and, and, and 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 go relish. on and win and go to the AFC championship game all Every fucking year. time without playing in the first week. So
1: I, I know it's, it's beneficial, I think more so to this team than it would have been a couple years ago. Um, with the defense that we have, Letting them get healthy, letting them do that, that week off. They'll still come out and play lights out. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared of a Super Bowl right now. I'm, I'm not going to say we really have a shot, but the points brought up about the AFC, all, all the injuries and everything, we have as much of a shot as anybody. Um, I think the power's in the NFC. We'll talk about that a little bit later. What Pittsburgh looks really good. Kansas City looks really good. It wouldn't be surprising if a wild card team represents the AFC in the Super Bowl this year, because of the points made. It'd be um,
2: pretty surprising if it was Kansas City to me, but.
1: Well, starting out one in five. Yeah. yeah, they're
2: they've won eight in a row now. Yeah, but. No, I, that's that's you, true. You got San Diego in there. You got. Um, There's
3: some soft opponents in. Baltimore today.
2: Know. Yeah. Uh, a hurt and then benched Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And Brock still almost comes back and ties it. They just played the Bears. Yeah, they they I guess they haven't really had the stiffest competition. I because mean, but credit where credits due. Winning eight in a row in the NFL is is impressive. Alex Smith is playing their, ball. Their defense is playing great. They run the ball as well as any team. Mm-hmm. With a with backups, I think they're they're on their third string running back right now. Shrek Hendricks back, but okay. him and uh, Spencer Ware are sharing. What about Niles? <clears throat> He's kind of the... He was the backup a couple years ago. Oh, had, is that, was it that long ago? He had okay. some yeah, good Nile games Davis against Denver, but... Doing that. I, yeah, I think he uh, has been demoted.
1: Um, so again, the The uh, the injuries on in on the AFC side of the, the league make everybody, as Ryan said, as Drew quoted vulnerable so we we have as much of a chance as anybody we have to win Monday night if we lose Monday night it's fucking over done finished it's over Um, we won't because I don't because Kansas City's not going to lose they got home games against I can't remember who they play next week but they finish up against the Raiders pretty sure they're going to win that game Cleveland Mm -hmm. Cleveland and Cleveland is a team that they should
2: beat
1: at home you know no doubt Johnny Manziel first trip into, into Kansas City with that crowd that stadium's tough to win in, much like it is to go to Pittsburgh. That's a tough, tough avenue to take. Um, frustrating game. Frustrating game. Vernon Davis needs to make some plays here in the next few weeks to remain on this roster. If we'll, or or we'll just say, okay, you're, here's your million dollars. That's all you get. <laughs> go sign somewhere else if you want to. <coughs> tough, tough game. Demoralizing. Pittsburgh looks good AFC's injured um, I do want to touch on one thing the, the talk Right away Social media Haven't watched the local channels yet Haven't seen it brought up on ESPN But I guarantee Tomorrow And the rest of the week It's going to Especially when the practices start Peyton Manning Yeah Is he gonna start next week? Is he gonna start Monday night Against the Bengals? What do you think?
2: My first instinct Is no And no he should not Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world for them to see if he has anything left, because a healthy. You know, and this is this is a huge can of worms. But um, if Peyton has anything left, if he's anything left of his former self, he's a better option than Brock. But I don't think he does have it left in him. I I think it's
3: crazy to go back to him at this point.
2: Ryan?
3: I don't think he does because he had one week of uh, pretending to be the other team's quarterback and that was way too much for his little foot. Um, So I don't see how a handful of days rest and then practicing all week long that he's going to come into that game healthy. It's... We've talked about it for the past few weeks. It's a resting injury right now. This injury heals by not using it. So, I mean, he'll come back if he comes if he's able to come back and he's healthy, and he can compete if he is able to make some throws in practice that they're like, yeah, he's back. Then that's one thing. But if if he's still hanging balls up like they're punts and he's short. Chopping throws and he he's not able to. He has to wind up like you know he's throwing a hail mary to get a thirty five yard pass out. Then no, I mean he can't if he can't make those throws that Brock can make, then he shouldn't be out there. He does not give you the best chance because he's incapable of making the throws you need him to make.
1: I agree with what you guys are saying, but <clears throat> the question was, do you think he will not? If you think I do he not. should. I, I'm scared and nervous right now about the, the blow-up in the, in the in the locker room or whatever's going on with the coaches behind the scenes and possibly John Elway. I wouldn't be surprised to see him out there next Monday. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't think he's going to come back healthy. I don't think he can get healthy. I think mean, he's too old. I think if, uh, if what his daddy's saying all of a sudden that he's had this injury for six months before the season started, and it's just aggravated the whole time while you've been playing. It's inconceivable to think that he can be healthy from this injury. If uh, I I just wouldn't be surprised to see him go out there. Um, the A, a lot of the fan base wants him out there, which I don't understand. Um, but the question is, do you think
2: he would be? I wouldn't be surprised. He would not be surprised. If- if he does start, then... His I'm, shock value
3: will be low.
1: Yes, I won't be surprised if Wednesday or Wednesday afternoon after practice they announce Peyton as a starter. And if
2: he does start, I th- I would take it as a vote of confidence in him. I think John Elway and Gary Kubiak rightfully so look at this team as a team that can go to the Super Bowl, as yeah. a team that still has a chance to compete at a high level. And I don't think they're going to give away any consolation prizes to Peyton Manning just because he's Peyton Manning at this point. I think yeah. if if he starts, it's because they think he will give them the best chance to win. Not because of
1: the $15 million, not of the. not because of the... Agree. the picture. I, I agree. At with this point, the so money, you know,
3: I mean, you've expect. already paid him most of the money, you know, mm-hmm. so it's... So why not give him his extra $4 million? That he's <laughs>
1: right for him? Well, I mean, the incentives are going to come.
3: <laughs> like- oh, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't... Yeah. S-
2: Okay, I, I, did, I didn't realize you meant the, the incentive part. I'm sorry. Mm. It, it, all of it. I thought you meant all just inclusive. his salary.
1: All-inclusive. Like, it's hard to sit down a guy when you when you give him
0: a
2: lot of
1: that much money at the beginning of a season. Um, I think the incentives come off of getting to the AFC Championship game and then getting to a Super Bowl, something to that effect.
2: So it wouldn't happen for just one playoff game. So, if he, so I'm, I'm just curious... Does he just have to be yeah. – the team just has to get there? Yeah, he just has to be on the roster. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: He's in the, <laughs> the greatest position that a 39-year-old quarterback could be
3: just seeing dollar signs. You get a $2 million bonus for just being here. Mm-hmm. I would I would, I would hope – You win a Super Bowl, you get another $2 million. And you won the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> nice. Yeah, where do I sign? I would hope
1: that if he's out there, and I'd, like I said, I won't be surprised that he's just got a short leash – and we're not going to let the game get away if he comes out and starts I
3: think throwing you're... the
1: picks. I also don't want to be the organization that is responsible for getting Peyton Manning killed or, or you know, having him be paralyzed because we can't protect him and some guy unloads on him because we put him out there behind an offensive line that has been patchwork all season. But people don't seem to care about that. Some, some folks just seem to think he can take a magic pill to turn what 30 I really think and just change it up. I, I
3: think the, one of the most more surprising things about this team, just to sort of finish this up, but about the offensive line, we thought at the beginning of the year it couldn't get any worse because, I mean, how could it? But it did, <laughs> which is fucking bizarre. I mean, I think that speaks to the level of the talent that is on the line as opposed to... The co- cohesiveness, cohesiveness, we like that word. Four we weeks in a row, <laughs> trying to get that out there. <clears throat> Four weeks in a row with cohesiveness, uh, with the cohesiveness of the unit. I think it speaks to the talent level on the un- on the on the offensive line. It doesn't speak to how much they play together or how well they play together. I think it or their knowledge of the system or their. The, the system that's being used. I think it's, it speaks to the talent. These guys are not that talented. And I think you need to go out as the organization needs to go out and decide where they're going to spend that money next year. Now next year you're going to get Ryan Clady back. Um, I, I think he still has like three years on his deal. So he's he's going to be here for a while. Um, but you definitely need to go out. I don't think our guards are that bad. I think they're, they're We can get rid of Mathis and find somebody else. I think we can draft a left guard. Garcia can still stay out there. We can keep Garcia. Paradis, I've said, all season long is serviceable. He's not a poor center. He doesn't do anything particularly great, but he's not a bad center. Uh, But we definitely need a right tackle, and I think that's where you go uh, free agency this year.
1: To piggyback that statement about the talent of the line, I think that... Is, is obvious, and it's probably glaringly obvious when defensive coordinators who are um, pre- preparing to play the Denver Broncos, what kind of blitzes and what kind of packages that they're going to see and whatnot, especially with a rookie quarterback behind them, not being able to call everything out because whatever Peyton is, he sees your blitz before you're doing your blitz. Um, so, yeah, offensive line needs a lot of
3: Help. He sees you when you're blitzing. Five times? He knows when it is fake.
1: Five times? Five times. <laughs> five times. Power so We're going to do the power rankings. So I'll do five, then he'll do his... Or I'll do number five, then he'll do, his, do number five, then he'll do number We go on to just like that. Fancy. I like the yeah, new yeah, a little bit thrown off. Just for the power rankings. Everything else stays oh, okay. for the everything for the else is the same. Just for the power rankings. Right now, I got in my power rankings... Number five, I got Kansas City, Seattle, Pittsburgh, or Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't decide. I couldn't couldn't decide, but all those teams are playing really well right now. I might cross off Green Bay and stick with, uh, I'll just throw Pittsburgh. No,
3: Seattle, no, Kansas City. Number five. Number five, I'm going with Footsuit. Pittsburgh.
2: Pittsburgh. I'm going to be a homer. I'll go with Denver.
1: Uh, Number four, I got the Cincinnati Bengals hanging on. Um, for dear life.
3: They won today. Agreed. Cincinnati Bengals, number four.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers, number four for me. I don't even think that's bad. I I think uh, that defense is playing better, and their offense is explosive, to say the least. Antonio Brown's a freak. Arguably the best offense in the league. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't even
3: think it's arguable. I Uh. think they are. (laughs) Uh,
1: Number number three, uh, the New England Patriots.
3: Number three, New England Patriots, I agree.
2: Seattle Seahawks.
1: Oh, wow. We're Drew's just, mixing it up.
2: I like it. They're on a roll, and maybe this isn't the time to get into it, but I, I still think they're the team to beat in the NFC. I, no, this
1: is the time and place to get into it. Go ahead.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'll, I'll get into it when I get to my number one team. Okay. okay, there we go. Okay, number two, I have the Arizona Cardinals.
3: Also Arizona Cardinals. Which I
1: think might have the best offense in the league as well. They run the ball effectively, and they have the second-best wide receiver court in the NFL and an MVP candidate at quarterback.
2: I have New England at number two, but I need—I would revise my list if I could because it doesn't have Arizona on it. I would put <laughs> Arizona in ahead head of Denver, obviously. There you go. Uh, but the Patriots, they're they are limping in, but they're still going to be the number one team in the AFC going into the playoffs. Yeah, that's probably not changing.
3: Panthers, right? Uh,
1: Panthers. Carolina at number one. Cam's going to win the MVP and...
3: I think Cam could have a mediocre next two weeks and he's going to win the MVP. I don't think he could have a very poor MVP or a very poor next two weeks. First, I don't think that'll happen at all. But second, I, I don't think that'll be good for him because Tom Brady is still in the league and people will just vote for Tom Brady because they fucking love him and it doesn't matter what he does.
1: So do you think that
2: Seattle's got Carolina's number when it comes to playoff time?
3: I think the way Seattle's
2: playing now, they would beat Carolina in Carolina. I know really? they I know they lost there early in the year, week two or week three. Totally different team with that. Yeah, point. Um, I Cam wasn't playing then. Seattle's just proven it two years in a row in the playoffs that that they they can turn it on then, and even going back to your to three years ago, mm-hmm. they had a decent run in the playoffs, beat the Redskins yep. in Washington, almost beat. A pretty strong Atlanta team in Atlanta. Very true. I that defense is playoff fucking tested. If they get Marshawn Lynch back, I think their chances to get to the Super Bowl are really good.
1: Um um. I'm I don't think that. I don't think though, I right. don't
3: think that they'll be able to get out of. I I don't think they'll be able to get be able to get out of the second round, personally. It is gonna uh, be, I, be without without a without a without a running game, because I agree that the defense is good to go. Absolutely. it's Whoever they play It won't be a high-scoring game. But without a running game, that offense is predicated on having the ability to run. Russell Wilson's made some great plays, but you're going to face some good defenses. That second round is going to be good defenses. You're going to play Carolina's defense or or Arizona's. So regardless, you're going to be playing a good defense, and Russell Wilson will not be able to do the things that he... Able to do when he's not running around, with having Luke Keekley chase him all over the fucking field.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna need their running game. I think that's that's a, that speaks to it. Um, if Marshawn comes back playoff ready, it might get interesting. But it's gonna be a tough road. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road for him going. But road games the whole way.
2: It's it's more about how I look at Carolina. They're fourteen and zero. They're they're playing great. They have a really good defense, a balanced offense. But for whatever reason, I just still do not look at them as. A great team.
3: <laughs> I think what that speaks to is the eyeball test. I think at the end of the day, we all yeah. have an eyeball test, and that Patriots team that went undefeated, they passed that fucking eyeball test because they hammered people and you they blew people out. Yeah. I mean, it was clear that they dominated every single game they played until they played not that just, Giants game. Not just Atlanta at the end of the season. Yeah, they had or two so losses or. or-
2: you know, the Cowboys, which are the teams that the Panthers beat up on. And their
3: but. and their division, like you were saying, yeah. Yeah, their division, which isn't very good to begin with also. I mean, it's... It, Carolina's... But the, neither was neither was the New England Patriots when they went on that role. Their division wasn't that fucking great either. But still the they still dominated. They, they still dominated every game with the exception of that Giants game which came down to the end. Yeah. I but, like but I like that were example still ahead. as I mean, a difference cuz yeah,
2: talking about the way they dominated the games and the point differential was probably oh, probably it was, was astronomical. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm I'm sure the Panthers have a great point differential, but it's
3: I don't think It's they just do. different. Just it's, the, the, the eyeball I think their
1: point differential's been more in the recent weeks, but especially in the beginning of the season they were winning close games. They definitely they won a lot of their games close and I think and, that's
3: that's why at the end of the day a lot of people aren't interested in talking about Carolina as being this all-time great team. And even though they'll probably finish undefeated, I think. Most likely. I And I have I have respect for them, and I think they're not a
2: fluke. They're going to be a competitive team for years with that defense, mm-hmm. with Cam Newton. I just don't think this is the year.
1: Well, we were speaking earlier about their weapons and whatnot. They don't have a number one receiver right now. And when you're going to play a team like Seattle with corners like that, that's going to fuck you up. You're gonna yeah, play, unless... You're gonna unless
2: play, Unless you're gonna get Sherman to bite on double moves, which he probably won't do. He doesn't. How is yep. Ted? How is Ted Ging gonna get open? Mm-hmm.
1: It's that's uh, it's gonna be an interesting playoffs. It's definitely gonna be um, five times. Five times. Let's do a uh, let's do some fun right here, man. I'm gonna I'm in, I'm interested for this list right here. Coming of age. <clears throat> Coming of age movies. I will go
3: first because I will leave it to the pros. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: All right. I have no honorable mentions, only because I do. I was it say, it looks be, like Gonzo's got like a page and a half before. <laughs> Which is the reason why I don't have any honorable mentions. To be fair, it's not. Because I'm sure. I'm sure we're
0: obviously. gonna have some so I will. There's gonna. Be I, I will.
3: I will say ahead of time that I, I kind of made my list where the, the the younger the youth in here are not just kind of coming of age, but like they they come There's out of the a situation. A little in it. They, they they they, <laughs> they kind of come out of a at the end of the movie. It's it's a grown up moment that happens. It's like a bot mitzvah, like like that.
1: It's all girls. An epiphany. Oh, a bar mitzvah. That's right. Bot is for girls. Mm-hmm. Sorry, oh. ter- I wasn't trying to be racist. Like, the, That's cool. That also Number five. Be okay, good. <laughs> Number five. Ferris
3: Bueller's Day Off, which is a great coming of age tale. A <laughs> okay, young man. Pitching school. Hitching school. <laughs> to come around and realize he's needing to straighten up and fly right. And missing school. Nine, ask. nine. <laughs> it's
2: me, too many. Sorry to. Let me just briefly. It's just interject. a Fight Club prequel. Is it a coming of age film for Ferris or for Cameron? Cameron. It's for both. It's actually Cameron. For it's actually for Cameron. Like the Cameron answer. <laughs> Cameron.
0: Also, Ferris Bueller's <laughs> is Tyler Durden. I mean,
1: <laughs> think about it. Think about it. What does Ferris realize in that movie that he wants to marry his fine could... ass girlfriend? How was how was the sister related <laughs> in, in that
2: theory though? Like how what does the sister have she, to do? Like she, is that she just... comes to Oh, it's, it's a massive because she goes through she goes
3: through that crazy like everybody love Ferris, and then she's like, "Oh, you know what? Family." I love Ferris she's, too. She just needed to make out with Charlie
2: Sheen yep, get like, high.
1: Drugged with up, Charlie <laughs> Sheen drugs. That's how he got the. No hits. thanks, I'm
2: straight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, number four, The Outsiders. Ooh, uh, a good one. Faced with a Ponyboy, um...
1: the gold boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man, Patrick Swayze is annoying in that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who was he? He was uh, Derry. Derry. No. Yes. Ponyboy's brother. They're all pretty annoying in that movie, mm-hmm. actually. Tom Cruise is cool.
3: He is kind of cool. I mean, that might
0: be the only movie where he doesn't run with like karate chopping the karate air to get out of his, his way. But he does have
1: the cutoff. Jean Vest. <laughs> like Streets Street to Fire style. Yeah, everybody's yeah. a good tough in that movie. <laughs> the, the Emilio. Emilio. It's a good
3: movie. It is, is a, a good movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, number three, uh, I feel like it should be on most people's list, The Breakfast Club, which is a classic coming up You year. can tell when
0: it's on the all of our list when we all get really
1: quiet. <laughs> it's yeah. not on my list. It's, it's on a run. I don't think so. What? What? I don't like the breakfast clubs. Okay. Not that what club. do you got to get? Breakfast and or clubs. First of all, they ain't shit. Second of all, they ain't no club. They don't even like each other. I guarantee they didn't talk to each other the next On day. On Monday? Oh. No, there fuck was, no. There was <laughs> no... It was <laughs> right back to what it was before. Exactly. exactly. I not give a fuck. Uh-oh. Well, that's because we all
3: went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what... <laughs> but if you, go, if you take it for what the movie is trying to leave it as, no, they change. Uh, yeah, number
1: two. Whatever he came to school with a gun and shot everybody next year. <laughs>
3: Finish the deal.
0: Number no, two. No, no, fucking <laughs> like don't. Clean American over. Pie, yeah.
3: which is just about pretty much a group of everybody. It's a movie about Come trying out. to get Delayed. laid. Yeah.
1: Just trying to get laid, yeah. so and they, they do. They do, and 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 Homeboy doesn't bang the Russian. He gets the girl from How I Met Your Mother. hmm And they made a bunch more of those too. There's another one coming out. Yeah, Can't one. wait to not see that one.
3: It'd be great to watch it on DVD. I stopped
1: watching after the first one.
0: And then there's like the weird spin offs like The Naked Mile. The like Naked Stifler's Mile. Brother or band something.
1: Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Yeah. Oh, Stiffler's Brother.
3: Let's not talk about
1: those. That's not. It's I didn't pretend, pretend like I got nothing it to say except it. that they I existed.
3: Mean, I agree. Thank didn't you. Uh, number one. Uh, one of my favorites. All time movie favorites. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh word! I love Dazed and Confused. It has people growing up in different <laughs> stages in different parts of the movie at different ages and everything. Mm-hmm. You have middle schoolers becoming high schoolers, high schoolers becoming adults, and adults juniors becoming Fresh staying age. the same or Seniors And quarterbacks
1: and Aerosmith tickets and Aerosmith. Fucking good movie, dude. Ben Affleck gonna be super senior. Not happy about it. Party at the Moon Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Love them redheads. Drew, you want to go next way?
3: Sure. Uh, it yeah. always comes down to you. <laughs> well, it's well, on it's these grossies. lists. Yeah. I mean, when we do movies, it's pretty much...
1: Drew's yeah. very versed in movies as well. Very, yeah, no, very that's versed. why I went first. <laughs> so I could disappoint you. Get guys out of the early. crossfire.
3: And then... Oh, I like your- to let you go. guys finish with a good bang. Bang. bang I-, I do bang. have some honorable
2: mentions. Um, these are... Probably my favorite comedies when I was a a young teenager. You were coming of age. Yes. (laughs) When I myself (laughs) was coming of age. So these four I will mention, all pretty much the same movie in a way. Billy Madison... Happy Gilmore, yeah. Tommy Boy, yes. and Black Sheep. I love those movies.
3: That's somebody's coming of age when they were way too old to be coming of age. It just took him away. I like <laughs> it. I'll give you Billy Madison way. on that. I'm not
0: sure about the other ones. Well, it's Happy Tommy. Gilmore, he turned his life around. He, Happy Gilmore. He, that's not
2: a coming of age. Right. He found himself and his role in
3: this world. Well, what about <laughs> Tommy Boy? How is Tommy Boy not? They're like they're like... Time like we guy. just went over how they were like past coming of age, but they were all adult children.
1: It's coming of
0: prime of your life, I guess,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, maybe I look at it differently. I just feel like... Uh, coming
0: of not 30 yet, okay. Maybe I just I mean, think of it as like time getting more shit together. Okay. The, the, according to... According yeah. age, is, yeah. you know, usually it's teenagers,
2: it's,
3: you know... Yeah, usually, it's not 90. always... It, sometimes it's. Obviously hard. not. Yes.
2: not it's everyone into, has all two all answers eight. at 18, Doug. I didn't.
3: <laughs> well, if you talk to an 18 year old, clearly they don't. They, were, they take a while to come of age, so I'm fine with those. <laughs> okay, so. I'm pretty sure I felt like I didn't come of age until I was 24. Too. Now into the actual top five. It's like Terminator
2: 2. <laughs> <laughs> Clerks. Is, is Dante young enough for you, Doug? He's like, what, what a, a weird like, sentence. He's, he's, like like um, <laughs> but he's like not diagram that. Like no, but yeah. I can I can see that. I, I can see that. Definitely. <coughs> number four, son of a woman. I think we're all good there. Okay. Word. Yeah. Nice More. one. I like that one. I like cool. that one. Uh, number two, a Bronx Tail. Boom. Definitely little color, you know, learns Ooh. not to be racist, and that <laughs> the working man is not a sucker. <laughs> Mickey Mantle doesn't give a fuck about him. It's true. Number two, this is a, this is a weird one. Um, the Godfather. Michael Corleone just totally comes into his own at the end of that. Hmm. Do you reject Satan and all his false promises? You know, Mo Green's getting shot through the eye while that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the door closes on the wife like None of your business. I like it. And then uh, number one, Goodwill Hunting. How you we like, like them apples?
1: Okay, I'll give you Goodwill Hunting. Absolutely, I think that's a great one. Yeah, it's definitely about that. It's about a young, a young man, you know, a young man who has untapped potential and finally follows through with it. I love that. Gets, Fortunately, it's a mini his, driver.
2: Gets his shit together. Mm-hmm. He came up. It's kind of. kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna
1: go next. How I feel. I got some honorable mentions. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hour later. Almost Famous. Breakfast Club is only honorable mentions. Uh, the Karate Kid. Sandlot. Risky Business. American Pie. Basketball Diaries. Kids. And SLC Punk. Oh, nice. Yeah. Definitely a coming-of-age movie. You gotta cannibalize
0: half your, uh, couple of your honorable mentions and
1: under the top five. That was good. I, uh, I actually moved a Bronx Tale off of this because of what we were speaking about earlier. And number five is going to be Mallrats, um, absolutely coming of age. Okay. Um, shiftless, stoner comic book boy, which you don't really know if he's a stoner, but you kind of think that he's a stoner. He is at least not leaving his basement that often. Wait, you think Brody's the lead in Mallrats? I think he's. I think there's two <laughs> leads in that movie. It starts off with, with with TS and then it goes right to Brody and then they're phew, together throughout the rest of the movie except for certain parts where they're with their girlfriends
2: you're right it, it's got a buddy comedy it's, it's, thing a, to it's it. a
1: buddy comedy thing to it uh, number four Teen Wolf absolutely a metaphor for puberty and coming into your own I mean he's a little bit old to be going through puberty but he does and it lands I he's space. like puberty instead of he's too old to be
0: a werewolf no you're never too <laughs> old to be
1: a werewolf don't That's let true. anybody tell you that let anybody tell you that um, I accidentally mentioned one of my, um, honorable mentions on here, I think. Uh, number three, Virgin Suicides. No, you yeah, didn't mention that yet. I didn't mention that one? I, I just when I was thinking about that one. I, I really like that movie. I'm really into soundtracks of movies, mm-hmm. and stories about young boys trying to get fucked. And they're just trying to bang the hot girls Well, next trying door. to fuck. Trying to fuck, okay, yeah. It, Jesus, like I'm writing an a biography over here or something. Um, well, it changes the... Movie, if you're kid fucked, too fucked, either way, it's sex. Um, trying to, to, to nail the hot blonde daughters next door who are not allowed to go anywhere and it ends in a very tragic way. Um, hint, hint, it's called The Virgin Suicides. Um, number two, Stand By Me. One of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it's about one summer, one weekend, where they face their biggest fears and come out on top until you know they all die but good movie definitely coming of age and number one say anything Peter Gabriel I'm actually glad no one
0: said my my number one Jeremy Piven hasn't, he hasn't even brought up uh, Lloyd Dobler Played by John Cusack, yeah, is one of my favorite the immortal movie characters yeah, with the boombox and mm-hmm. and ultimately it's a sad scene because he's he can't express himself and has to use has to use Peter Peter Gabriel,
1: Gabriel. yeah we've all been there it happens then um, the the great scene where he's trying to explain to um, the I can't just forgot her name I can't believe I did the the, uh, the girl's father what he wants to do with his living is I don't want to buy on oh, I don't want to buy anything that was made by someone sold in China. He just like goes through this list of what he wants to do. It's just very elaborate, very funny, and it's about, you know, getting your heart broken and coming out on top and getting, and getting on an airplane. You know, an airplane. I love saying anything, that's my number one coming of age movie. Um
0: my honorable mentions, uh, can't hardly wait.
1: Oh, I love that movie. That movie was so fucking funny. <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Um, uh, Say Anything. Oh, nice. Uh, Rushmore. Ooh. Uh, the Graduate.
3: That, I thought about that one.
0: And, uh, and Almost Famous were my honorable mentions. Love Almost Famous. These
3: are OR scrubs.
0: are they. No. Um, I'm amazed it didn't make it onto. Oh. I'm not looking, I'm looking at time. Okay. Um, I'm amazed this one actually didn't make it onto your list, Gonzo. even has an honorable mention. My number five, my girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is she gonna fucking grow up quick
1: at the end of that one? Yeah, definitely changes. Mm hmm. She tries to like make out with her teacher and then her best friend dies all in the same hour. Mm hmm. Tough. Did you just accuse him
3: of like having people who are too old to be adults while saying a seven year old's coming oh of God. age? She's not seven? <laughs> was like 11. 7 or 8 in that movie. She's, you know, yeah, she's, she's probably, middle school. Yeah, yeah nine like or 13, like she's probably No, she's early 18. teens. Veda? We'll find out. I'll, I'll I, I, check out. She, she was like 9 or Anna 10. Anna
0: Chomsky? Was that and a Anna Chumsky Something That's like okay. that. Um... Just because. Hold we, on. Why are you surprised that I didn't see <laughs> <my girl? laughs> I just imagine <laughs> you. is that about? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the, like I thought it was kind of a sleeper for in terms of like coming of age movies. A young girl on
1: the threshold of her teens. So she was like ten or eleven or twelve. Uh-huh. Pretty surely, she's. It's so probably.
2: Well, she's, I guess probably she, we, she's old enough
3: to be attracted to a teacher. So I mean, she does have her period in the movie, So.
0: Oh, man, why why
1: wasn't Carrie on any work list? It's just making me feel worse, like I was supposed to like this movie. I want to put twins on my list. (laughs) You're
0: done. I'm shutting that down. You're like Predator, number one. Arnold Schwarzenegger comes of age while fighting an alien and not having any time to bleed. Predator Um, 2,
3: Danny Glover, comes (laughs) of age. Coming of
0: age. Predator does New York. At the end of alien the movie. Alien versus Predators. <laughs> the alien comes of age. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> just just really, like, Really, yeah. like, if you just fight a Predator,
3: you come of age. Yeah. Like, that's the... That's an alien versus... I mean, an alien versus Predator, yeah. 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 And, then,
0: and then there's a, the the Requiem. That's so more right Predators came of... That's came their rite of passage, is yeah. to kill an alien. Yeah. No, yes, it would be the Predators it's coming like of age. It's like a absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, number four, and just because I, I think this got kind of um, this was the catalyst of it's Jonah Hill's birthday um, today was, that's why we did the list yeah uh, super bad. I thought it was kind of a you know more recent one but oh, like it's just like I watch it and I'm like that's the night we all wanted to have when we were trying to get to the party Again, except for that part where the girl with the period rubs up on it coming
1: but. of age movies as Drew stated must, a lot of them have narration and <laughs> you're trying to get late. coming of age is basically about coming in oh. someone instead of on yourself yeah Who's of age?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Some movies. Who is of age? age,
1: So, very important
0: point. I gotta say that. Um, Number three, Stand by Me. It's a fucking yeah, classic, classic staple. Speaking of staples, number two, Breakfast Club. And number one, if you thought I was depressing when I said My Girl, number one, Dead Poets Society.
3: Oh, I thought that would just make your honorable mention. My cat, oh captain, my captain. That okay, my sad, captain,
0: dude. I mean, the one, you know, uh, not Knox, but the other one, you know, shoots himself at, at the end. Um, another virgin suicide, if you will. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they all once again they kind of learn the ways of adults and you know betrayal and trust and a lot of heavy shit in that one for you know being. Um, like, what are they supposed to be, like, 16, 17? I mean, I think they're about to graduate, so they might be 18. Mm-hmm. So they're talking yeah, about, like, yeah, going yeah. to, like, law, uh, uh, medical school and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind so. of, yeah, they're on their way out So, of yeah. Principal. They're on their way of Helton. Uh,
1: what, what's the one with Brendan Fraser? School the, ties. The, school ties. That movie always Cino makes me... Casino Man. I knew, I knew <laughs> someone was going <good>. to... Monkey Bone? <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: Bedazzle Mummy. It's not Bedazzle... Bedeviled? I think it's
1: Bedazzled. Is it Bedazzled? It's what a remake it from an old movie called Yeah, yeah.
0: with, uh, uh, what's her yeah, name? Elizabeth was... Hurley. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I just think she's done. Harold Ramis directed <laughs> that. So Did he really? Not a, bad, know, not a terrible movie. No. It's not his best, but... No.
1: Um, school, yeah. School Ties, where he's the Jew that goes to the Catholic school and everybody hates him and Matt Damon tries to frame him for cheating. Yeah.
0: Ben Affleck. But really, they all just want to fuck each other? Because that's what coming-of-age movies are all about?
1: Coming in someone else, yes. Yeah. yes. Who's of age? Who's, Who's of, age? of age? I liked that list. That was a that was a fun one. We're going to get into picks in a second. But Mine it's... are all depressing. <laughs> well, coming-of-age movies are kind of... Stand By Me was depressing. Virgin Suicides was depressing. <clears throat> depressing. Uh, Mall Rats was not. It ended on a high note. Teen Wolf ends on a high note. Except when you see in the crowd the dude walking down with his dick out of the fucking stands. And then saying anything ends on a high note. No, it's a, it's a classic movie flop. The guy's got his penis out when he's walking down after they win the game. It, oh, is, it is a flop. All it, right. It's like... <laughs> like that, is that... Oh my god, it is what I think it is. It's a pillow packer. Pillow packer. Is that a pillow packer? Martin Lawrence reference, nice. I like that. Nice. Good. No, nah, what was one what was monologue for Saturday um, Friday
2: is a good one too. Friday. Friday yeah. Ice Cube's a little old. You sure, Doug?
0: As long as we're not now. saying like, are we there yet as a coming of age movie? <laughs> get hard. <laughs> blast, from
3: the from the blast from the past. Could that be? Blast from the past. Technically, Brothers. yes. Stepbrothers coming of age <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. The Shining. <laughs> oh. That kid
1: comes up against some hard truths, <laughs> And still lives with his mother. Um, I wanted to bring up something, and I'm glad Drew's here, here for this. Um, this week, that led up to the show here, um, Charles Barkley made a claim saying that the 95-96 uh, Bulls, 72-10 and 10 team, would destroy... The Golden State Warriors of this year, the 2015-16 2000, version, that is 26 and one right now. I think we're 24 and 0 until they lost or something like that. Um, I wanted to get some other opinions on that. I know where I stand, but I want to know first of all where Drew stands. Just glad to have you here. And then i up with Ryan. Drew,
2: what you got? Is this a one-game scenario? Is this series. This best we're talking. We're talking
1: a series here. I would definitely like they take the
2: finals. I would take the Bulls and. The- <coughs> Five or six, probably. Five or six? I... They would own the paint. Oh, yeah. Dennis Rodman would completely negate Draymond Green and pretty much everyone else they had inside. Scotty Kippen, who would he guard? Yeah. I, I mean, Ron Harper, Uh, you could just post him up on Curry all day, mm-hmm. in theory. I mean, you could have Ron Harper averaging 40 points in layups and... In a series like that, they would have they would eventually have to start double teaming Ron Harper and let alone y- yeah <coughs> There's this guy Michael Jordan who's <laughs> who's
3: that who Are
2: you talking about if, Michael B Jordan <laughs> just about or, well if anyone in the history of basketball would have a chance of slowing down stopping Curry it would be Michael Jordan absolutely what do you got right. Whose rules are we playing with?
3: 96? That that that's a that's question. Important. <laughs> that is important. That is I I think I let's go ahead. That'll and That eliminates. Say, I feel like that eliminates the effectiveness of uh, Rodman. We're playing with we're playing with today's rules. I still think the Bulls win with today's rules. That being said, I know I I played that game for a second there, but um, <clears> that being said, because I think I think if they're playing in the back of the day's rules, ninety-five, ninety-six rules, I I, I agree with Barkley. They get owned with ninety five, ninety six rules because mm-hmm. those guys those boys are big boys and uh, even but uh, they have no way to stop Michael Jordan they have ways to stifle Steph Curry but they can that, that team can defend every other player on that Golden State team mm-hmm. so I think at the end of the day it comes down to nobody on the Golden State Warriors can guard Michael Jordan without Michael Jordan taking attention and then kicking it out like he always used to with Pippen and just it's he would dish it if he's double covered he would kick it out. Scotty Pippen's like knocking down three pointers from the corner and there's nothing you can do. I, I feel at the end of the day there's no there's no effect they don't have an effective enough defense to stop the Bulls team so I would take the Bulls team in. Nowadays rules six uh Bulls team back in the day uh five
1: I, th- I take the Bulls in either era in a sweep because I think the rules, either way, <laughs> only help the Chicago Bulls. If they're not allowed to be as physical, neither are the Golden State Warriors, and if you're not allowed to touch Michael Jordan, get your hands on him, he's going to kill you, and he's going to kick it out. Their bench is going to come in and do things. Scottie Pippen's a six foot nine guy that brings the ball up the court. If he's not, it's Ron Harper, who's six 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 seven, 6'7", bringing the ball yeah, up. Yeah. Um, Rodman can play off you a little bit. He doesn't have to play so hard against a guy like Draymond Green. He's, he doesn't beat you off the dribble. Um, And if you play 95-96 rules where they get to be physical and whatnot, it's even worse. Yeah. I think I think both rules only benefit the Chicago Bulls. In, that, that physicality
3: thing, I mean, that negates Iguodala completely. And he and get owned by everybody. On
1: you the put court Pippen court. on Iguodala, and that's yeah. the end of that. That's the end of that. Their center's Bogut, unless yeah. they go to that small lineup. I'll put I'll will t- put Luke Longley on fucking Andrew Bogut all day long, and you know not not worry about anything happening right there. I think it is. It doesn't matter the era with that team, probably being the best team of all time. We can argue Lakers, we can argue Celtics teams, and and whatnot on another show, but. This Golden State team is unique to what's happening now in the NBA as far as the rules. And they're unique in their jump shots. But if you put Ron Harper on Klay Thompson, he's out of the game. Scottie Pippen on Draymond, he's out of the game. Everything, they just knock everybody out and they run through that basketball team. I'm a fan of the Golden State Warriors right now, but I think that they get killed.
2: And I think the way we all look at this, you know, fantasy matchup kind of reflects how we look at the NBA these days. I think, Um, not to speak for you guys, but maybe we all just don't really look at the league as being all that great now. There's not a lot of great teams. There's not really a whole lot of great players, I've been saying that. I don't feel like they
3: have, they, the Bulls, that Bulls team had to go through some fucking all-time greats to win absolutely games. the New York I mean, they went through the, all time greats and all time great teams that loaded in Indiana league. team that
1: they had to play every year to get to the finals and they beat the, the Hornets Jazz were twice. a good team back then absolutely the Heat the Heat were damn good yeah they and they, they beat the Jazz twice and they beat the Supersonics with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and Kendall Gill and, and Ollie then and Detlef Schrempf and you know just just studs i think uh there are no i mean this is a great Golden state team but comparatively not not so great teams i think there's young talent in the nba i think where it could be in a few years could be huge but i i I don't even think lebron is the best player if he's playing back in the day i i don't think he is um I think this league just isn't as strong as it was
2: back then. Let alone a Houston Rockets team with yeah. Charles Barkley. The Spurs, and, I mean with yeah. David Robinson, I mean mm-hmm. the the Suns were probably I don't know if Barkley had already gone to Houston. I, I think, think
1: he'd gone think. to Houston at
2: that point. Cuz they uh,
1: they were in the the set, they were in the finals against Utah and John Starks or John Stockton hit that three to send him to yeah, the, okay. to the finals. So he was already there.
2: And there I mean, there were plenty of soft teams that Chicago played that year. The Nuggets won like nine games that year. And mm-hmm. they actually beat the Bulls. I remember that. that. Year.
1: I remember that.
2: But and, and, and the Lakers sucked back then. Yeah, so that was right before they got Shaq.
1: They were still on their come up as well.
2: I it's a
1: it's a fun question. I like I like the fantasy matchups like that. Um I, I we all think they'd win. I, I think they'd steam. I think
2: they'd steam. The league's changed a lot, and it's just—it's more about a spread game as opposed to controlling the paint. And I think that's where Chicago would win. It.
3: They I, would they would dominate the glass. Absolutely. I think I think at the end of the day, the only reason I give them the one game, uh, the in the five. Uh, why I would give Golden State just one of those games is just because I know, you know, the kind of guy Steph Curry is. Is he can he also can take over a game and. I think he could still, I think he could still will a win out of, out of that team. But well, yeah. he'd
1: surprise him coming down court and stopping an eight feet before the three point line and start shooting threes. <laughs> They'd be like, "Well, we got to step out a little bit further on this guy." Yeah, um, it, it would. I, that's the best team. I just wanted to to ask that a little bit. Um, nuggets are still sucking. Um, it's going to improve eventually. The Rockies
3: haven't won, so we can talk shit about them, right? Are we
1: gonna? They're not even doing anything. Funny thing that I wanted to get yeah, out of our fuck the Rockies segment. It's not baseball season.
3: Oh <laughs> and it got tired when they just kept losing. There's <laughs> nothing else to say when you
1: say it every week. It's so <laughs> just like What am I gonna reiterate that we have no pitching? Reiterate
2: that our general management sucks. They haven't done anything, so there's the Rockies suck. I like that the Rockies sign a pitcher for like two years. Two million dollars, and there's three hundred million dollar contracts being thrown around all over the place. Hundred eighty million dollar contracts yes. being thrown around.
1: The good, the Granky got a two hundred million dollar contract. David Price got a two hundred plus million dollar contract, so and we, we're we dinking out two learned. million the Rockies, dollars. In well,
2: that respect, they we we spending pennies on the dollar. Absolutely, compared to no okay. other teams, we learn
3: that they don't want to spend money like always, and they're just proving it to us. They're just going to lie to us beginning of the season and go. Seems gonna be really good. I like our chances. I bet you we'll compete with the Dodgers, and we'll all giggle. <laughs> you know, and they'll have, a, they'll either have a shitty April followed by a great May, or a great April followed by a shitty May. And then the rest of the season will shit. And then it'll all be shit from there. And then we'll all shit on them some more. And we'll go. We'll be done with getting into any kind of playoff contention by all star sort of break. I like Nolan
1: Arenado. He's a good player. though. He's a damn good player. Cargo's good, but they're shopping him around too in hopes to bring someone over. Um, hopefully a pitcher. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, Two things, real quick, before we get to the picks. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., we saw it. Is he going to get suspended?
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I want the the label of punk on him, at least for right now, especially when he goes out after the game and doesn't own what he did.
1: He said he was just playing football. He was absolutely not playing football. Anyone who is a casual football fan
3: would know that that was, that doesn't seem right. And no, it turns out, no, it's not. Um, No, he's going to get suspended. So if you have Odell Beckham Jr. and he got you to the playoffs and you're very happy... You're gonna be very pissed with him next week because he ain't playing. I don't think he's playing next but week. But if you had him on your WWE fantasy team,
0: <laughs> you were ahead. You also still lost because insane, that, that guy so kept getting up.
1: <laughs> but he's got a new a new finisher. <clears throat> That's a hell of a finisher. Watch it'll pop up in a couple years. If you almost felt like Jr. is well, going. Oh uh, my God! High spear, spear, spear! Don't ah. go. He's broken in half. <laughs> 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 One more thing before the pickles. um, Sports Person of the Year was won by Serena Williams. I'm okay with it. People were upset they wanted the horse that won the Triple Crown. Did Obviously,
0: not knowing what he's person. not a
1: person, he's a horse.
0: Now you're being racist. <laughs> and you
3: also can't give it to the jockey, <coughs> because he doesn't do anything except whip a horse. It,
1: we don't promote violence towards animals. So Not on this does, show. Well, I don't even remember the Man. horse's name. Does the horse have a claim to Sportsperson
3: of the Year for winning the Triple Crown? No, I don't think so. I think the fact that we can't even remember the horse's name means it shouldn't win. Now, what if it was two guys in a horse suit? Then what would should, that count? That would definitely count. They should totally win. They're beating a horse in a race. <laughs> That's two manpower versus one horsepower. It's not even close. Okay.
1: Drew you on the same page? He's,
3: he's like, I'm not quite not sure what you two are talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite <laughs> sure what you guys are talking about at this point. He's like, I'm pretty sure the top speed for a human is like 22 miles. Well, park. I was thinking, I was thinking, if these if
2: these two guys can beat a horse in a race, they should just go into sprinting on their own. <laughs> and get some endorsements. But then, what are they going to
0: do with that horse costume that's been sitting in the garage for fucking years? Well, eventually, that that. Maybe they're both really that ugly and they're ashamed or
1: a little anxious. Would be ironic as if they both had horse face. <laughs> oh Jeez. The other, th- other thing I heard was possibly Ronda Rousey um, winning that as well. I just don't like her, so no. And she lost. So- and, and she got knocked the
3: fuck out. She, she lost like one out of one, three fights. She fights every now and then. Spreads like, it out and got pretty sure that it was like her third fight of the year since so, she lost one. So no,
1: she didn't just lose. She got destroyed, knocked the fuck humiliated, out, humiliated, teed up on. So uh, I'm 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 fine with saying at winning. I'm fine. Technically with knocked the
3: fuck out, she
0: and and we will in the face.
1: We're gonna put O.D.J. Punk in the headline for sure, the show. Okay. Sure. Because no, we'll stick. I want to make sure that,
3: that that that's a stamp because that's something that because he comes off as a nice guy, that he's. Oh, he, oh, and he's what he the, did. That what he did. What he did was fucking a punk move. That is punk shit. And he's still getting the call. He is totally. Boy. He is totally. That that kind of shit is totally beneath him. No, Drew's right, he's gotten the whole... dance whole around the field ain't beneath him, he's a wide receiver. He has been, been, been kissing his ass all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, gets, he gets a special every month. They, they talk about him for some reason. Talk about how great his catch was last year. They're going to be talking about something else tomorrow.
3: That's for damn sure. All right, pick'em. Let's get them done. Thursday night football. This should be a fucking shitty game. We're into that, as we've said, shitty Thursday night games. We're into that, uh, well, yeah, they did a bang-up job of picking Thursday Night Football this year, really making people want to stream it. I'm Hopefully sure they're,
1: they're they. just going to get rid of it. That's what I'm hoping.
3: I'm with you. I'm kind
1: of over it. I don't care.
3: Make it Friday Night Football? No. No, no more nights. college plays. No college more nights. Plays. I want yeah. to be able to see it's college Just Friday.
1: do Sunday and Monday and keep it where it's at, and I think it's fine. No more London games either. What do you got?
3: <coughs> uh... The Chokeland Raiders and the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, Um, It's in in the black butthole. It's in the black
1: Kulo. I'm going to pick the Oakland Raiders. Dog. I'll
0: bandwagon on whoever. Unless you're going to pick a separate team, then I end up being the swing boat. Raiders. I got the
2: Raiders. So I all go Raiders. Yeah, I don't. I don't care either way. San Diego just stinks. They got nothing to play for. And they got no one playing with yeah, them they on that yeah. offense. <laughs> nothing.
3: They got nothing to play for. And I think do the Raiders still have an outside shot? They need the. They need Jets lose two in a row. They right? lost today. Oh, so they're done. No, they're done. They're out of it. So this will be fucking boring as fuck. Um, yeah, Oakland. No. All across the board on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, skins. And Philly, the Saturday night game. I got the Redskins. They've been playing well lately. They have been they, they been.
1: they have been. They won today. They kind of manhandled Buffalo on taking the Redskins as well. I will
0: as well.
3: <gasps> Doug is voting for racism. Good job. Good job, Doug. Yeah, but I also
0: go against the Eagles for Gonzo. So.
1: Doesn't like hotel.
0: Pro,
3: pro racism. Pro Let's racism. just make this just make this clear. Pro racism. He's so against the Eagles that he would be racist. There's <sighs> not a
0: black guy in the Eagles either. There is. I'm sure. There is. I'm sure. You know I'm. I'm going There's against black Philly black.
3: because they suck, and the Redskins oh. are going <coughs> to win the division with this win. Probably. So San Francisco and the Lions. Ugh. Um. Is that in Detroit? It is. I
2: guess I'll take Detroit. Do I have to pick one? <laughs> I will, I'll go, yeah, Lions at Home.
0: I will as well. It's the hometown of Robocop.
3: It is. OmniCorp. I will as well something, something, Insane Clown Posse. There we go. There's a good reason. Ted Nugent.
1: Kid Rock. Glenn Frey. Eminem. <laughs>
0: F- French, French Don't say that. He's going to use the a word we'll Siga? have to beep out. The It'll Bob be very Siga? difficult. What a Metallica fan.
3: Uh, uh, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> Steelers, <laughs> nice pull. Steelers and Ravens.
1: Um, normally you'd be excited about this game in previous seasons, but it's not one to look at right now. Steelers. Steelers. Ravens. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh. And he Edgar Allan Poe.
0: Foot oh, soup
3: for it. me. So I guess Doug just wants to have one long... In case long you're foot.
1: wondering, Pittsburgh smells like food, foot soup. That's oh. Yeah, it that was like episode seven or
3: something. <laughs> <It's Huh. an laughs> we're on 113 and we're still saying it. <laughs> it's still catchy. One of these days we'll change the name of the city to what it should be called. Fumunda Cheese. <laughs> Cowboys and the Bills... I like
1: the Bells. This is in Buffalo. It is. I'm thinking they're going to start Kellen Moore again. Um, they just don't have anything going well, Buffalo.
2: Well, the hell, I'll take the Cowboys. Two teams not playing for shit.
3: Uh, I'll take Buffalo because even though the two teams aren't playing for shit, I think the Cowboys have even less to play for and be happy about. They should just think
1: about getting a top-five draft pick and just getting out of this season.
3: <laughs> End it. Take uh, one, dip it Chicago in. Chicago and tuberculosis. Chicago. I'll
1: take the Bucks. Ooh, man, Jay Cutler. Tough one. He might not be playing there next year. Uh, Jameis Winston's been playing really well
3: as of late. I'm taking Tampa Bay in that. Those offensive weapons... Give me some tuberculosis. I like it, too. I think they got too much for the Bears. Carolina, Atlanta.
1: Um, let's see. What did Atlanta do to Carolina? I mean, what did Carolina do to Atlanta last time? i taking Carolina like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, one of those other five touchdown games? I didn't start them. The points on the bench. Panthers.
3: They're the ones that are underfeated, right? Yep. Don't yep. see how they can lose.
0: I get them and the Jaguars confused just because they're both, like, big cats. And they came into the league together. Did they really? Yeah, expansion team. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, the undefeated one.
3: Uh, So Doug is good. Yeah,
0: Fig Newton, or whatever the (laughs) fuck. (laughs) he. Colts. He's not a quarterback, (coughs) he's fruit and cake.
3: Colts and the Dolphins.
1: Oh, man, what a stinker. What is it? Sorry, Dan Baker, but your expectations did not pan out this year. Colts and Dolphins... Uh, but I'm still gonna take the Dolphins, I guess.
2: I'll take the Colts,
3: just because. It's about uh, all, I like it's the about Colts. I, I don't got. know. I can't even. I can't even figure out that it's been all season long, and I can't figure out what Dolphins team is going to show up to the stadium. So well, well, I know what Colts, Colts team is going to show and up. And I of course One will, will by Matt take the, the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> and I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I already, oh, you got me. I okay.
3: already got you ahead of that. <laughs> the minute you write, you
0: say uh, Colts. Uh, okay.
3: <laughs> Patriots and Jets. I like this game. should be interesting. I hope I get to watch it. I hope it's on TV as well.
1: Um, this is a big game for the Jets. This this one's in... This is in New England, isn't it? That's in New England. Okay. Um,
3: That's why I hate it when they blew that lead over there. fucking...
1: This defense...
3: New York. ...is
1: a stout defense going against these New England Patriots with the, their weapons gone. They still don't have them fully healthy. Amendola Fumbo today... Fitz is playing well. I'm going to take the Jets, dude. I'm going to take the Jets in an upset.
2: I'll take the Jets, too. Uh, Their offense is playing really well. They're running the ball. They're passing the ball. Um, Even with Edelman, you know, practicing last week, might play this week. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to get right back into form.
3: Take the Jets. I'll take the Patriots just to be contrary. (laughs) Well, you're not totally contrarian because I'm also taking the Patriots because... I want them to lose and the only way they do that is if I pick them so <laughs> that's, that allows, that's how things work around here that's how much power you have I have great power <laughs> I should be picking them every week and I do and they still win but, so, so apparently the team also yeah I like that <laughs> yeah. apparently apparently it really doesn't matter so you have no power uh, Texans and the Titans Texans and the Titans, it does matter to the Texans. Uh, Texans are number one in
1: that division right now. Um, I expect Hoyer to be back. He had to sit out today because of his second concussion. That's concussion protocol. I'm going to take the Texans over a Tennessee Titans team that is looking at the number one pick again.
2: I would take the Texans as well. I feel like they've been playing good defense lately, going up against a rookie quarterback.
3: see Mariota struggling poor guy poor guy Texans Doug takes the Tennessee Titans Uh, I'll never
0: root for the Texans they have the dumbest team name ever first name yeah the Denver Coloradans that's what I'm
3: petitioning change the fucking name no more donkeys they won't be able to say that ha fuck (laughs) them Come up with a clever name for that. can us the Colorado Mexicans? Uh, I take the Texans as well because Tennessee ain't playing for no end. They're probably going to rest Mariota since he got all beat up today. So, oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a knee injury. So he's probably not playing. In- so does that mean is
1: Charlie Whitehurst their backup? Or no. Or Mettenberger. Mettenberger. Oh, right, okay. Whitehurst is for... He was playing today. He's playing for someone I can't remember. Can't remember. Look up who Charlie Whitehurst is playing for. Who? Think, Colts. Charlie Whitehurst.
3: The Colts that he for? Possibly. I don't know. We're looking it up. All right. Well, moving on, we'll just all give us a notch for Kansas City over the Browns, right? Yep. Yeah. That's in KC. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville and the Saints. Where? At Nolens. I'll take
2: a young Jags team. And Colts? Does yeah. that sound right? Yep. I, I see the Jaguars as, as a team
1: on uh, the way up. I do too. Clip, clipboard Jesus. Yeah, it makes sense.
2: They he's call got him. a lot
1: of money for holding that clipboard too. Why is the beard? I think. Yeah, but he's. So I'm just saying he's got a lot of money for holding that clipboard. Yeah, yeah. But I like I, Jesus. I like the Jesus I right. like the young Jaguars too. Um, Julius Thomas has got mixed up in the in the game a little bit for him. And
2: they got great receivers. Great receivers. Uh, Yeldon might be, coming back, might be coming back. I like you to put me down for KC. Like, I, like I like the Jags.
1: I like the Jags. Good move.
0: Uh, yeah, put me down for the Saints. Uh, a glutton for. I am fans. with
3: you guys on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like the young team. Saints ain't playing for shit no more either. So. Uh, Green Bay and Arizona actually could be a very good game. Green Bay or Arizona? Where is it? Easy.
1: I'm taking the Cardinals. This, this is
2: the they're, the... they're a complete team. Green Bay is not a complete team right now. I take the Cardinals at home, too. They're, Green Bay's been struggling all year, inconsistent offensively
3: and defensively. Absolutely. And because I don't know nothing about sports, of course I'll take Green Bay. And since I have Green Bay traveling across the country two times... Two times. Because they had to go play in the black hole today, I will take Arizona as well. That means they have to get on that first class
1: plane trip and get home at like nine
3: o'clock at night? Do you Drive home and they're Mercedes? To their big house,
1: their supermodel girlfriends and she's an X Men and she's gonna fuck me. Poor
2: guys. He's gotta wait like thirty seconds for his seats to heat up in that car though. (laughs) The struggle is real. He probably
0: pays like a valet to sit in there and no, fart or something. So it you mean, it up.
3: you mean he has to push? He has to take the key out of his pocket and push the remote. Oh, start they don't have the keys box. anymore. <laughs> it's all push buttons. <laughs> we gotta push the button to remote start it. Yeah, you have to carry around keys just to With look the like fucking an Jetsons and shit. St. <laughs> uh, Louis and Seattle. In anybody, Seattle, anybody taking St. Louis? Is it in Seattle? It is. I'm taking Seattle. Seattle. Seahawks. I had taken them in Saint Louis. That's why I was confused by the question. New I just York want Giants. to have it written down correctly. Oh, me. gotcha. <laughs> I, I always speak these uh, away home.
1: No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you missed one earlier. Patriots at Jets. Yeah. What like you said. And then I, I, I said, I? yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, I did write that down yeah. backwards. Okay, my well bad. Maybe it's not. That's <laughs> the only one. Though. I've just been. I've been. Uh, anyway, New York Jets and. New York Giants and the Vikings in Minnesota
1: just kidding dick
3: <laughs> London
1: uh, I, get, I think I'm going to take I got to take the Vikings on
2: this one at home yeah no Odell Beckham mostly
3: yeah he's not yeah forgot about so, him
1: <laughs> OD Punk won't be playing OD Punk won't be playing no Punk although Peterson's out too but I still like
3: the Vikings he came back in he came back oh, in after yeah. the injury today okay. yeah he'll probably be okay he just rolls his ankle a little bit he'd be alright
1: little bit of ass whooping when he gets home
3: just revives himself shit it'd be cute you know what it's at New York Jets you guys want to change your I picked the Jets you guys picked the Jets anyway I want to change my pick no he's he's off oh it's at the Jets yeah I don't like their home field advantage (laughs) Doug Vikings (laughs) yeah uh, I don't think there'll be an ODB I think that's going to be an O damn problem for them uh, now we go back to the game, which is our last game to talk about. Last but not least. least. Not the least for sure because it's important for both of these teams. This is going to be the decision to decide who gets the second seed. Talk about a game you have to
1: win. Um, this this team is in peril. We're not supposed to be losing these games the way that we have. And we're talking about the Bengals at the Broncos. <laughs> just to be <make> sure. <laughs> just in, in case, case you it. didn't know. Um We're going against a backup quarterback that has weapons, but we just played weapons. Um, We can defend. Our defense is going to come out better. Hopefully, we get TJ back. Hopefully, there's Darian Stewart back there. Um, This is a game we should win. I don't think Pittsburgh was a game that we necessarily should win. I don't think it was like, well, if they lose, this is devastating. We're we're devastated because of the way
2: that we lost that game. They were a six-point underdog going into it. They lost by seven, so it's not... Pretty much the spread got covered. Yes,
1: yeah. um, it's it's the week before to Oakland when we don't score touchdowns. Um, find the rhythm, find the rhythm, and keep it going throughout the whole fucking game. I don't I don't care who plays quarterback. I obviously do care who plays quarterback. But if we're not running the ball, we're not going to have much of a chance going into the playoffs. So get that what, yeah. shit get that
2: shit figured out. I got the Broncos winning the game. I take the Broncos too. I just don't see how AJ McCarron is able to. Move the ball with any kind of consistency against that defense. No one runs on
3: us. I mean, it's going to be up to him. Uh, I think Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill don't run the ball very efficiently in the first place. They usually get going because everybody's worried about Andy Dalton beating up on them. So they already don't have much of a great run game. I think uh, we can stick to leave on. A.J. Green all day long. It's a good and, matchup, I think. And yeah. I think it's a great matchup for Tlaib. Um, he's definitely the bigger, taller, more aggressive corner. Um, and we can just keep we, we, we keep Proby and Harris on everybody else. It doesn't even matter. Um, I'm not sure what Tyler Ivers' status will be for this game. He's been banged up lately. That being said, I still think we can handle him, too. Uh, He's not going to be much of a factor because A.J. McCarron is going to be facing the best defense in the league. Um, Despite what happened today, we were still dominating them in the first half and had our offense given us opportunities. And that's where this game is going to come down to is offensively for the Denver Broncos, they need to make plays. Uh, I think luckily we're playing this game at home, so I feel like those plays will be made. I think we'll be good to go. Big We're going to get a Christmas... Game. I think this is our Christmas present. It's
1: our late Christmas present. Late, so. late Christmas present. On a personal note, if I might be playing in the championship for my fantasy football team for the first time doing it, um, I know it's all luck and bullshit. But I'm feeling pretty happy about it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> feeling pretty happy about it. It's our first year in right? fantasy, isn't it? First year in fantasy, and I'm lined up to play in the championship game. i got to go against Matthew Stafford tomorrow who was the quarterback for the Lions, but the last guy i have playing is their number two receiver, Golden Tate. So if he goes off, more than likely he's going to pass the ball to my guy, getting some points as well. So looking pretty good, up 38 points going into the game tomorrow. Super. And I, I will not like
3: be playing in mine. I got smoked by the guy who scored the most points in our league all year. So not as in all season, as in in a single game, nobody has scored more points in one game. Someone on here
1: scored 227 points today. I just want to look at his lineup. Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Brown.
3: That's probably a big
1: one. That is one. Um, The guy guy from the running back for the Cardinals. Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson gave him 59 points. Greg Olson, Aiken, (laughs) Ted Ginn Jr., (laughs) Uh, Arizona's defense and the kicker for who played the Bears today? I, I don't the Vikings. The Vikings Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh. That's what it is. So yeah, he had a pretty good fucking day. But he's not in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Drew. Oh, my pleasure.
2: Good to be here.